This is pretty soft. Yeah. Uh, I guess this is the Experience Podcast. Um, we have a couple, well, I guess it's just one new person. Nathan returns. What's up? Uh, if you guys remember, Go Bills, big win today. Yeah. If you remember from the previous NFL podcast, we're doing kind of a part two, and he brought a friend. Uh, yep, yeah, I'm Taylor Gardner. Born in Canada, moved to Atlanta when I was 10. Big Falcons fan. He's a big CFL fan. Um, <laughs> One more Blake will be on in 15 minutes or so when he runs across campus. Uh, we're, we're, we're recording during the Sunday night game this week. It's uh, on NBC, of course, you can sponsor it. Um, it's uh, Bears Rams. NBC is a big sponsor for us. So. Yeah, NBC is a big sponsor. We love Peacock. <laughs> uh, we're watching the Bears Rams. Uh, Nathan does not have high hopes. No, I think it's going to be an awful game. Also, this is the final nail in the done chain coffin. Like, whichever team loses this game, they're just fucking done. Oh, like, there's no playoffs? Playoffs. I don't think Chicago's going to Well, really dude, there's, a, like, kind of a chance. Neither of these teams. Both these teams are, like... But they've looked chance. really good recently. Kind of like how the Falcons could go 9-7 and because they looked amazing the past two weeks. Yeah, I mean, Dan Quinn is, like, uh, scraping away for his job. Well, dude, I think that's a big part of it. I think over the bye week, the yeah. players realized like they're kind of playing for Dan Quinn's job. And so that kind of locker room mentality has really helped. Yeah. I think it's a loser-goes-home game because it doesn't even have to do with playoff implications. The fact of the matter is, whichever team loses this game, it's confirming that this season was terrible, that they they have nothing to play for. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's confirming for one team or the other that, yeah, you you got to go back to the draw. I think no matter what, both these teams have to to kind of restock in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Well, we were just talking about it because uh, before the game, they show a little infographic. Both these coaches won Coach of the Year, and that's like a curse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just not been looking good. That's why Belichick never wins it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has he never won once? No, he's won two, I think. He won one for 2007, obviously. Oh. And he won one more for like 2011, I think. Okay. But, so he's won two, but... Uh, you know, he should win it every year. He's been year there 19 he years. He should have won at least, yeah, maybe, I mean, conservatively, he should have won it 15 times. But I do think they kind of hold it now for young and upcoming they do. coaches. Like, like Kyle Shanahan is kind of the early favorite. Um, yeah. Ooh, but I it's also it. like if, if what Belichick's doing, no one cares because that's just what he should do. Right? Like he can only. But he should he do it because. Get, mm-hmm. Yes, but he can only get. Like I'm saying, yeah, I know, but like what, he can only get like disappointing coach of the year. Yeah. He can't even get, you know, best coach of the year. Well, it's his. a Z score thing. Like he's never going to exceed his expectations so highly because yeah. the expectation is already high. If, you don't, if he doesn't make it to the Super Bowl, then he has failed. Right. Whereas Matt Nagy shows up with the Bears. The Bears have been terrible for years. Yeah. You know, if he wins 10 games in a season, that's an easy coach of the year win. He won 13, so. And, well, exactly. Yeah. Mm. You see, the thing is, I think Sean McVay has enough credibility and staying power that they can lose this game and have a down season, and he stays with the team. I don't think that's the case uh, for Matt Nagy. I, 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 I think if they yeah. lose this game and they you know, I finish the season coaches, the way they've started it, I think both coaches gone. are pretty unfireable at this point. No. You think Matt Nagy is? I think Matt Nagy's... Is it Nagy or Nagy? I never know. Nagy. I don't Nagy, know, actually. Nagy, <laughs> Nagy you, do you combine them? Let's go with Matt. His name's Matt. Yeah, his name's Matt. Matty N. You guys know uh, about Matt. Yeah. 
Anyway, I think he's very fireable. I don't know. I don't think they're getting rid of him. I think they. I think they know that it's, uh, you know, number ten's fault here. Well, that was a weird play fake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Right <laughs> that was slow that. motion. Trubisky, uh, like it's obvious that it's, it's his fault. Every he, he never closes his eyes. He's always got his eyes wide open. That's the opposite of Jameis. Jameis always squints. So if you it's combine them, then yeah. they would just have you perfect get, well, vision. Then you get Mario. Mm. Yeah, like it's just a. That's good. That's a good call. <laughs> I mean, maybe it is up to oh, Matt. We were, but we were talking about this earlier. Do you know the third quarterback drafted in that draft with Jameis and Marcus Mariota? Uh, was it Dak? Is that the year? No. No. That's the wrong year. Yeah, wrong. That's 2016. Oh wait, maybe that is the right year. But he would have been, been. He was like fourth was it or fifth round. Wills? No, 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 that's way too. Uh, what year is it? Do you, can you give me the year? 2015. 2015? Yeah, I guess that's really helped me. Um, it was not a big draft. It's kind of a joke. We don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I knew at some point. No, no, no. Dude, it's some no-name. He played for like one season. It's like if you scroll through the Wikipedia of who got drafted that yeah, year, it's like up. bust, bust, bust. Not a big yeah, name. Yeah, I'm pulling up. Well, even not even non-quarterbacks. Well, yeah, the Falcons took Vic Beasley, who's been atrocious. Well, he was good for one season. One season. He was good for one season. And he's been okay the past couple years, but he hasn't all any. Uh, let me okay, see. Ooh, Eddie with the shank. Ouch. That's too bad. I, I'm a big Eddie supporter over here. <laughs> uh, let's see. Big Eddie Next guy. Quarterback well, it's because I saw him at Florida. Ugh. Do you know that story? He was the walk-on at Florida. I didn't know that. Yeah, and the game that I went to was uh, against South Carolina that year, and he hit a 54-yarder. Oh, damn. It was psycho. Ah, yeah, Garrett Grayson. Right, Garrett Grayson. That's right. <laughs> yeah, the next quarterback, it might have been Dak. Sean Mannion. He's still in the league. Yeah, he's Kirk Cousins' backup. Yeah. Really valuable role. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bryce Petty, everyone's favorite. <sighs> what an awful draft. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next one. This is just quarterbacks, obviously. Speaking of Minnesota quarterbacks, uh, I have a fun stat. Brett Hundley. No Vikings quarterback has ever started back-to-back 16-game seasons in the history of the franchise. That shocks me. Kirk Cousins. You can pretty well. He's about to. Yeah. If he gets to the rest of the season, he doesn't get hurt. But I feel like with so many franchises, it's so easy to just name off anyone. Right. So many franchises. That's true for the person they have starting right now. Yeah. Yeah, because even like the Browns can exit another way into. And, and here's the thing, you know, I would be excited for the Vikings and Kirk Cousins that they now have their guy, but. Kirk Cousins just reminds me so much of a Matt Ryan knockoff and like the sense of he's good, but he plays in an era where everyone's good. Yeah. But I still think he's actually good. Well, Matt Ryan was the original version of that, and so I don't want anyone to like Kirk Cousins because I think they still haven't given respect to Matt Ryan. I think the big problem with Kirk Cousins is the paycheck, man. Oh, yeah. He, well, obviously. He isn't playing that well. On the flip yeah. side, Russell Wilson who's in this commercial right now. <laughs> He's the highest paid quarterback, makes the most money, and yet if and you look at good. statistics that value players versus their contract, yeah. he's still the best bargain oh, in yeah. the league, which is insane when the highest paid player is the best bargain. You it's like, uh, like Mahomes who's making $4 million. Well, okay. Obviously, the stipulation was okay. Oh, okay. Okay. on an actual contract. Yes. Okay, second contract. Okay. I mean, he's one of those guys where... If any team was offered to re-ink that contract with him today, they would still take it, <laughs> yeah. in spite of the fact that it's the largest in history. I mean, he's, I mean, he's fulfilled it. 
And I always knew he was good, man. Which is, which is crazy when you have teams like the Jaguars that give Nick Foles a premium because they want him to be a leader. Mm-hmm. They give him a leadership premium or whatever. They're like, we want, you, we want the big contract so people know. That we think you're good. That is a thing, though. But they, but no one else wanted him. <laughs> Even the Dolphins were like, you know what Well, I had my doubts about Nick Foles playing in a uniform that didn't a, say Philadelphia He was Eagles. okay today. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. One game, obviously. And, uh, well, okay, we're saying he was okay today, and they got shit on by the Colts. Come on, this is a real play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, are you watching a... Fumble? A, I thought we were watching like a replay or something. Or something. Yeah. That's a... Girly fumble? Is Girly that... fumbled? That's good. Uh, that's a... What a sad decline. I mean, when yeah. Gurley came into the league, he was spoken about as, like, you know, a modern running back who's going to be the elite of the elite for years. And ever since the injury going into the Super Bowl, he's... No, but he's had... He's facing low injury management. problems since college. Like, he's always had bad knees. It's not like a new thing. It got worse, obviously. And he had other yeah. minor, you know, nicks and bruises. Mm-hmm. But... I also think that maybe yeah. we can correlate the Rams' downturn with Gurley's injury. Yeah. I think that's a big part of it. If you look There's at how the offense ran There's for the past stuff. two years, but so much of the offense like, ran Like, I, I read an article. I'm not going to quote it because I don't remember which one it was. But it's like <laughs> some scouts, some scouts from other teams are like, McVay is just lost right now. Like, he doesn't he, – like, they acknowledge that he's like – like, he's really uh, – I got to pick up. But talk about uh, how, like, Sean Mc- <laughs> 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 uh, Yeah, I'll be back in a second. No, I heard that too, and I think that's kind of fine. Sometimes coaches are searching for a team identity. I, I don't know if he's lost. He's still really good at calling offensive plays. Yeah. Uh, it just hasn't been working because I don't think he has all the tools as disposal that he's expecting. Or at least he doesn't have a proper evaluation of those tools. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, speaking of improper evaluation of tools, I think there are two reasons that Sean McVay is not doing as well. One... I know we joked about coach of the year being sort of like, you know, a blessing and a curse at the same time. But I think the reality is when you're this groundbreaking coach in the NFL, everyone's watching your tape and everyone's saying, how can we play our offensive football like that? And how can we play defense so that we stop football like that? Yeah, yeah I assume McVay will fix it. But he, right now he's kind of in a situation where he has to mm-hmm. Well, it, and I was going to say, his second mistake was that he's – you know, basically sold the family farm in order to get players for right oh, now. Oh, that's not him necessarily. Uh, Their next first-round pick is in 22? Is that right? Yeah, well, no, who do you think the general manager trade. looks to when he's asking about, you know, well, what obviously. player would be good anyway, for um, offense, you know? Um, we, we retu- uh, Blake just walked in. Yes, hello. Sorry about that. Yeah, Blake, this is Nathan and Taylor. Um, Nathan was on the last time we did football, and he brought a friend, so... Cool. It's a little party in here. It's a little party in here. It's always a party. Um, We were just going through... uh, We're watching Sunday Night Game. Mm -hmm. Uh, Opening that candy reminded me that your friends fucking ripped off my idea, dude. They did package opening (laughs) ASMR. And that's bullshit because last time I was on here, I came up with mail opening ASMR. No, after that podcast that I was on, your friends did package opening ASMR. So, not cool. Wait, who? Wait, wait, what are you talking about? I think Ansley. Ansley. Ainsley oh, did that? That was my package. I like how you know our uh-huh. guests. That's pretty good. Yeah, obviously listen? I'm listening. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like this, Nathan was, uh, worked with me. And, uh, he, he's much better at the uh, lounge tutoring than I am. Yeah, okay. It's, we're doing lounge now. We're calling it that. Lounge? Linear algebra. Lounge. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm starting it. Blake just had a test on Friday. Oh, uh, yeah. Went well, went well, I assume. 
Yeah. Wait, are you in 53 or 54? Yeah, 53. Ah, 53. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice anyway, uh, Browns look like they're headed for another... Oh, <laughs> they just look like they're headed for another three now. Same thing now. Mm-hmm. Wait, do the Browns and Bears have the same record? No, no. no. Browns are three and six. Or I don't. Uh, do they play today? No, they played on Thursday. I thought. Are they oh, four and six? Four and six. Four and so six. they're about to have the same record. Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> oh. Yes. Yeah, Blake. We're talking, we're talking about how this game might be just the worst game. This this yeah. uh, this slate. It's Blake, sad because the Rams were so exciting last year. Mm-hmm. And Blake loves the Cowboys, as not that's gross. Big Cowboys. He loves Dak Prescott. Yeah. What? <laughs> no. Big Michael Gallup guy. Our freshman year, Georgia Tech beat Dak Prescott in the Orange Bowl. Yeah. So yeah. Like yeah, 44 true. to 22. That was an awesome game. That was also yeah. before Dak Prescott was like a thing. Well, it was kind of a thing earlier that season, though. At one point, there was like... What was that? People... Are you from Texas? Texas? Yeah. Yeah, he's from. There's, there's, yeah. He loves Wade Phillips too. That's why. This is an insane call. (laughs) They're going for it on fourth and nine. Yeah. That's some classic naggy lytics right there. That's. I was gonna say I don't think the analytics. Oh. oh, On fourth and nine. They would have had it and he dropped it. The analytics only say to go for it when it's like. Five or less, right? Dude, I didn't say analytics. Oh, <laughs> I said Nagy. Nagy. Yeah. No, we don't, oh, yeah, but we don't That's know a different to, breed. We don't know how to pronounce his last name. Do you know? Is it Nagy or Nagy? Or some combination? I have no idea. Nagy yeah, no one knows. I guess if you're saying analytics, you have to say Nagy. All right, we're going to talk about the next player that comes on the screen here. Last time we talked about Russell Wilson, it just popped on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, finish the candy. Cause we're, okay, we're I'm, I'm working. This has been like a three-week experience. Project for you. I know Did a lot know. of trick or treating. <laughs> no, just every time it comes to the recorded podcast, I have the candy bowl. So, mm-hmm. wow. yeah. yeah, you've actually eaten quite a bit since I was here last. Though. Uh, yeah, who did eat it? Maybe it was Tim. All right, let's make fun of you more for being a Cowboys fan. Cowboys you are okay this year? Well, no. you have the major benefit of being in probably the worst division. That's in football. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. especially the Eagles shit. lost today. Mm-hmm. So they're five and five. Yeah, and five and five. Six and four are the six Cowboys. And six and five? No, I don't know. I try not to get too connected to the Cowboys because I know they'll always just let me down. Well, um, Jason Garrett. That's really brave of you. I mean, they're kind of a puzzle this year too. Yeah, I don't know. Like lost to the Jets and then destroyed the Eagles like two weeks later. So. I, I can't, yeah, they're a tough thing to figure out. Mm-hmm. We're watching the Trolls 2 trailer now. Seemed like a really good movie. I think it's, I think it's Trolls 2, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the offense is still, like, number one in DVOA, right? Yeah. Cowboys? Which is confusing. Here's the thing, though. Their coach is Jason Garrett, and he really blows. Elliot uh, looked bad again And he's today. not about to get fired. So. He is so good at clapping, though. Yeah. Well, Second <laughs> best clapper in the league behind Sean McDermott. Ooh. That's a hot topic. Uh, no, Sean McDermott is definitely I, I the biggest clapper. I don't, I don't see, I don't watch enough Bills games. We don't get him in this market. I think any market. Well, <laughs> what solidified Sean McDermott's spot as the best clapper, best clapper was last season. Uh, you know, when things went to shit, especially when Peterman was starting, he would throw a pick six, and Sean McDermott showed no disapproval, just <laughs> claps all around, yeah, big clapping know. guy. I don't know. Peterman didn't start last year; it was two years ago. What? Last year was all Allen, wasn't it? No. Oh, the first game was Peterman. And the second game. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's fine. 
same five stars. Yeah, it was like 44 to three or something. Today? No, the week one oh, last year, yeah, Bills yeah. Ravens. Yeah, the, the <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, it was awful. We have another uh, classic Sean McVay boot left. I don't know what the place called exactly. One thing I'll admit is uh, I try not to be too much of a homer. I hate when like there's a pretty obvious call in the field and people get upset because it goes against their team. But the thing that always blindsides me... Uh, blindsides are, hits? Well, Bill's quarterbacks, dude. I thought Peterman was going to be the guy... <laughs> Five years ago or whatever, I thought Jeff no Tool way. was going to be the guy. Yeah. I just always want to have the guy. Yeah, you remember him? Yeah, I can't... Yeah. He was drafted... He, he was, was not the guy. He and Grayson hang out together. Right. It's like, who was the third quarterback drafted in the 2015 draft class? So you had Winston and Mariota, number one and two, right? I can't keep that stuff straight. Yeah, number three was Garrett Grayson. There's the Saints. There's no way anyone knows that. The team <laughs> that drafted him. I mean, oh shit! I even even the next was like Sean Mannion. Like mm-hmm. he's bad. Yeah. See, I'm the same way with the uh, Falcons draft picks. Where we'll take a guy and then like a year, and I'll be like, wow, what a coincidence that everyone the Falcons drafted ended up being. Friggin' awesome. The Falcons this year, I was talking to my dad about it the other day too. Like, they have eight players that take up 80% of their cap or something, right? Uh, Julio, Matt, Julio, Matt Freeman. Ryan, Freeman uh, so that's the Deion, offense. Deion Jones, right? The linebacker. Yep. And uh, uh, Ricardo uh, Allen. Grady. Uh, yeah, Grady. Grady Jarrett. Grady Jarrett. Uh, Desmond Trufant, is that the one? Or is it Marcus? Yeah. Desmond Trufant's still in his rookie contract. No, he's not. No, he's not. Oh, they he's like it. old, dude. Yeah, he's, he's like, like 32. 30. Yeah. <laughs> no he's way. so not on his rookie yes, contract. He was. <laughs> he was drafted over five years ago? Yeah. He was drafted over Holy five years ago. Holy shit. He's old. Are you sure you're not thinking of his brother? Let me, let he got drafted early in high school. Let me pull it up. When we were in high school. Oh, okay. Desmond Trufant? Also Vic Beasley. Vic Beasley's making $13 million. Desmond Trufant's 29. He got drafted in 2013. 29. So he's on a second contract. Okay, I wasn't that far off. The, the point is, he's they, the, the Falcons just have completely mismanaged their cap. They're in like negative cap space next year. Right? I don't know how you can say mismanaged. We're the hottest team in the NFL right now. Obviously, I know, they are the hottest team in the NFL right now. <laughs> to be fair, we we just listed three extremely critical parts of their offense. I know Freeman hasn't <laughs> yeah. lived up to that contract. Freeman, they but, I mean, cut. And that, but they can't sign, re-sign Hooper. That's the issue. They'll cut Freeman and... Uh, Vic Beasley. Vic Beasley. Oh, yeah, yeah. Vic Beasley, sure. obviously. And they'll trade Trufant. <laughs> Trufant's pretty good, though. <laughs> yeah, this year. But it's like, oh, they have eight players selling up 80% of their cap, and it's like, oh, just the eight most important people on the team. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, but still, you can, like, they make so much money. I oh, know. There's other teams that better manage their cap. We look look at the Cowboys. Yeah, Doing a great was... job with Dak Prescott. Uh, their decision is just don't Not really. Don't pay him and just They're pay like Elliot. They're about to pay the crap out of him and it's going to wreck their entire roster. No, Elliot kind of wrecked him. Elliot looked bad again today. Yeah, though people are really like locking down on Elliot and it's opened up the passing game a lot. Yeah, I can't believe the numbers that are putting up. The 200-yard receivers, 300-yard receivers Press last week. for 444 or something today? Yeah, yeah. this is third 400-yard game this season. I'm like, holy shit. Well, that, they crazy. have to do that because... Again, another, another uh, boot right. Nope. Oh! Oh. oh! oh. Yeah, if you get a bunch of me- a bunch of messages from people, like, right don't worry about it. That's just me. I don't know. I had to call Jonathan. I was like, Jonathan, what's the deal? <laughs> um, I appreciate your concern for me. It's very concerned. I do. Yeah. So that's two turnovers by the Rams in the first quarter now. 
Bears defense really yeah. keeping him in it. One turn out, mm. one fumble, one pick. That was a bad play. I knew this game was going to be awful. Yeah. <laughs> Just want to throw that out there. I would have taken the under any day of the week. What was the over-under? 12? Every time I try to put money in my gambling account, it cancels my credit card. <laughs> so, I haven't bet in a while, but whatever. The over-under should have been like 30, honestly, because this game's going to end like 14 See, to 10. I've talked to Nathan about it in the past. Like Sometimes these defensive games can be good, but this isn't really a defensive game. Right, it's it, just it, a shitty it's offense. Exactly, yeah, offense. It's a bunch game. of ineptitude on offense. Like you could argue, like the yeah, the past Super Bowl was not like I don't know. I didn't think it was awful because there, at least there was something. Mm-hmm. Well, who I think watches the Super Bowl okay, hoping yeah, it's a good fun. game? I don't care. That's true. It, and I'm a big soccer guy, but it's the same thing as the World Cup, where it's like this could be the worst sporting event on. I mean, the World Cup is different because it's a series of games. So. Yeah. Well, well, but the final's still one game, just like the, the Super Bowl. Oh, the I, final. I, I guess I just meant in the sense of, like, it's such a big event that I don't care if, like, the game is good. The the platform on which they're playing is so large that it the result alone is going to carry, you know. I think it's also just the stakes of the game. Like, well, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. The stakes of the game are so high that it doesn't matter if they play well or not. It's, it's going to be interesting because there's everything to lose and everything to win. Yeah. Because yeah, in a regular season game, you can walk away and just say, that was fucking awful to watch. But yeah. then, in next week. if it's the Super Bowl, even if that's true, you say, that was the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to wait seven months for the next game. Oh, oh my god. Don't, dude, I'm already like having like anxiety yeah. withdrawal issues. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the season's not even fucking done. No, I do, I do this thing where I'm like, alright, remember Taylor... In, like, three months, you're going to be thinking about this time when every game sort of mattered, and there was just football on, and you did, you took it for granted, and you're going to miss it so badly, so just cherish it right now. A lot of times some of my friends who are out of town, they'll, like, try to do, like, a Hangouts call where we play Jackbox games, but whenever they schedule it on Thursday, Sunday, or Monday night, I, I feel like an awful friend, but I... Don't even give an inkling that I might show up because <laughs> yeah. I'm not. Because I don't know, just football's not gonna be around soon enough, and you know I'll yeah. keep my friendship going with the them. Bills may actually times. make the playoffs. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? We're gonna make the playoffs. Bills are definitely gonna make the playoffs. Yeah. We're gonna be the they fifth should. seed. They, yeah, they, uh yeah, because the Steelers. Are... Dude, if the Eagles won today, fuck, that would have been awesome. Well, we uh, we like, won. Did you see the uh, MMA fight on Thursday? No. <laughs> oh. oh. Almost oh. huge play, but yeah. broken up by uh, who's yeah. that? Uh, Not Jalen Ramsey. Christian. <laughs> Let's get some interesting tea. Have you guys seen the numbers on Jalen Ramsey since he's been traded to the Rams? Zone two. I haven't. Really bad. Oh yeah. I thought he shadowed. Uh, who was it? Julio? Pretty well. Was well, it, is that the play the Rams? So no, he shadowed some. Good receiver. This first game pretty well. The completion percentage allowed when targeting Jalen Ramsey has been like over seventy five percent. I think he kind of. Well, it's hard to say whether he regrets the decision, but like he went from a decent situation in Jacksonville to kind of a uh, like the Rams are. And we talked about this earlier. We don't really know what direction they're going. Well, he just didn't want to be. In Jacksonville, so it's one of those things where just by trading the guy, that play threw right into like five bears. Hmm. What is he doing with his? (laughs) Smelling it. Yeah. (laughs) Putting putting his chin strap on his nose. (laughs) Getting a good (laughs) whiff. 
Okay, and there's a nice. Uh, Oh, oh. Uh, now he marked him. Oh. Uh, pass. It was third and nine. Pass was completed about four yards past the line of scrimmage, but yeah. then the tight end made a really He doesn't know how to throw a pass yeah. four yards yeah, past the line of scrimmage. That's his, that's his max. That's my Average depth of target is a really important stat, I think, when you're doing analytics. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Mason Rudolph by far has the. Um, also, Nagulytics. It's, it's an overlap in the Venn diagram. Okay, yeah, of course. But Mason Rudolph's average depth of target oh my is like negative, it's, and he's awful. <laughs> no, so I think it's a pretty good indicator. It was, yeah, it's like less than one yard. It's Holy like crap. like uh, like sixty to seventy percent of his passes this past Thursday were within two yards of the line of scrimmage. Yeah, like that's just awful. Or no, 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 it wasn't within two. It was at or behind. Yeah, <laughs> like over half were at or behind the line of scrimmage. <laughs> oh my goodness! Those I didn't flags. see the Bears player on the other side, and I thought his own teammate just decked the shit out of him. That one's. <laughs> That one's going back. Do you guys see the uh, Eagles Patriots game today? Yeah, yeah. I only saw it because that's the only game in this in this area. Tony Romo could not get enough of Miles Sanders. Oh yes. Every play, you see it. No, you were studying. Every play is like, let's get to Miles Sanders. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's so great. <laughs> it's like eleven for twenty six today. <laughs> He's not a particularly excellent player. Like, it's fine. He's just it's fine. Yeah, he's I, just fine. It's, and, it's strange and, how Romo was all over Yeah, Sanders. for real. He's every like, single play. The, every single play, he's like, this is the play to get it to him. It's yeah. like he's blocking. I think Sanders is really good. I think he's I'm gonna good, try that out not there. like... Not... Did you not... Uh, yeah, you said you watched it. But I'm not saying I he looked was, amazing today. No, no, I think I'm he has a lot of potential. Romo's love for him was a little too much. Like, no. every play he had to say... Let's get it to Sanders. <laughs> it, maybe this is me. Actually, the Rams have a lot of kind of no names on defense now. Yeah, like that guy with the long hair. No, like they have like five stars, and then What's they have name? five players no one's ever heard of. Joseph Day. They're, uh, I mean, Littleton's kind of, but like, I guess that's how they built their roster, right? Yeah. They got a bunch of stars, and then. Didn't really feel for that. Yeah, Dave Montgomery also kind of underperforming this year. Mm-hmm. Another interesting implication of this game is going to be that if Chicago manages to win, then it's going to be Seattle and Minnesota with the two wild card slots, and then the next best team will be five and five. That's kind of huge for them. They take quite a slide. For both those teams to not... I think they're pretty locked in already. But this would just seal it. Yeah. At least the Rams would be 6-4, and four, one game out. And mm. there's obviously a lot of potential on that roster. They went to the Super Bowl but last also, year. I don't think anyone's afraid of them anymore. I'm just saying, you can go on a hot streak and then be a yeah. team that no, people no, no, are no, afraid no. of. If any team could, they could, obviously. But if they end up 5-5, five and five, uh, I think you you know, know. the door is really closing. Yeah. I don't know. The Vikings are kind of... I mean, I just said I thought they were going to make it, but... It's hard to trust them down the stretch. There are holes in their game yeah. plan, but they still look they, really they good. They seem to sneak away with the winning tweak. Did the Vikings There's... pull out their game today? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you not? Oh, yeah. That was like, it was like a big 20-point comeback. Yeah. I saw they got a little pretty close. And then you started working on homework. Yeah. Thank you for mentioning that again. Dude, I don't think the yeah, Chiefs are going to win their division. You don't think the Chiefs are going to win the division? No. 
Uh, tell uh, me about that. What's that look like? I think the writers are going to win their division. I think okay. Patrick Mahomes is coming off an injury, and I think they're going to lean on him a lot when he's not ready to get The Raiders the have like a negative 20-point differential. Like, <laughs> all their games have been won within eight points. It's very hard to... What are they, all like, all the games that they did what? They, they've been won. Oh, 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 oh they won. Oh, gotcha, oh, gotcha. Yeah, they won the game. Okay, Good gotcha, point. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like a negative twenty point differential. I don't care. <laughs> I no no. They, I only care about the advanced analytics that Nathan brings up. Okay, <laughs> and he hasn't mentioned any so far for the Raiders. But I I mean it's that that take is really more about the Chiefs than it is the Raiders. I think no that the, the Raiders. I think are, I think the Chiefs are going to lean on Patrick Mahomes, no, so I think he's a little injured, and I think they're not going to be as successful as they expect, and I think the Raiders are just going to. The Raiders are They're going to finish the season 10-6, and six, Yeah, and that's uh, going to be enough to make the playoffs. Yeah, because they have an easy schedule. No, I think they'll make the playoffs. Well, okay, time out. The, the easy schedule thing for the Raiders doesn't mean anything. They're a goofy team. They, they saying, beat no, teams they should lose to, and they lose the teams that they should understand. beat. Yeah. And it's kind of a toss-up every week. There's not a ton of talent on the roster. There's not. They just kind of figure it out. Well, and, and Josh they Jacobs. They win them all by less than eight. <laughs> that's right. People forget that, actually. Josh. I've been saying for weeks. <laughs> No, no, I like Josh. Jacobs. I think Josh Jacobs is an offensive rookie yeah. of the year. Rookie of the year. Yeah. Candidate. Offensive rookie. Candidate. Yeah. Candidate. Yeah. Yeah. Devin Singletary, of course, could still make it. Push for that, obviously. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He's really good down the stretch. If again, these yeah, he's okay there. these kind of obscure, somewhat meaningless advanced analytics do give him a good case. He has the largest percentage of like fifteen plus yard runs. Say, yeah, he's got a big I know, I know. He's only played in like three games. So I prefaced right. it with they don't mean anything, so <laughs> okay. I, I know what you're gonna say, they but mean, I'm just no, saying they they're there. Mean <laughs> like the fact that he has so many big runs and he's only played in three games. Yeah, like four games, but however many. Whoa, whoa, no, he's played in more games than that. He's only missed two. Also, okay, wait. I do want to amend something I said earlier. You talked about Josh Allen having fumble problems, and I said I'm not sure if that was him, and we kind of didn't get anywhere with that. You were right. Today? No, last time. time. He has fumble problems. He doesn't lose that many. I think he's lost three or four in the year, but he has fumbled like 12 times. Yeah. Holy shit. But he's kind of solved his interception problem. Yeah. Which is good. He doesn't take his. I mean, they changed the offense, he doesn't take as many deep shots. And you have to pull up his A dot. Well, no, his A dot's still fine it's not, because it's nowhere near what it was last year. Well, He's not just chucking it. That's true, but his accuracy on uh, passes that go ten to fifteen yards past the line of scrimmage like has improved greatly. Yeah. yeah, and so they run those a lot. Look so his A dot is gonna. Who was that? What's A dot? That was long. Average time. depth of target. Oh, okay. It's a nagulitic. It yeah. is a nagulitic, yeah. <laughs> and then he doesn't use it. Oh, it's it's fourth and six, and the Bears aren't going for it. <laughs> it's crazy. Kind of a questionable call by Nagy. <laughs> Actually, though, are they going to kick this field goal? Eddie, Eddie. Now the twenty-nine. Yeah, that's it. That's Forty-seven yard field goal. Any kicker worth their salt should be able to make this kick. I believe in Eddie. Mm, but the no. ball does not. <laughs> it's. I think it's over. <laughs> Zero to zero. Uh, Dude, could have gone for it. <laughs> anyone who becomes the Bears kicker is just automatically fucked. There's just such a stigma of like the Bears kicker. Like that must play such a big mental toll on who their kicker is, mm-hmm. and that's such a think, that's one of the biggest things in kicking. Do you think Nagy and like Anthony Lynn text? I think they text like, "Hey, what are you doing for your kicker this week?" <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Batchley's good. He's just been ba- yeah. Well, <laughs> until him, like they, for like yeah, five years, they had the same issue. That's they true. couldn't get anyone. 
gonna sign this guy Eddie LMAO. <laughs> Let's see how he does. Yeah, <laughs> like, you think that's what they do? That's what they test. Because like, and I like how Nike had that whole kickers camp and everything. They had like all they spent days just like diving into kicker analytics, and then they get. But he's shooting himself in the foot because that's what I'm saying. If you do that and there's all that buildup to you starting, yeah. Yeah. you just have such that's what I'm saying. Just so much baggage attached to you before you even take your first just kick. Draft the next guy out of Jordan Tech. Is he good? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Love right no, our punter is the best punter in the ACC. Yeah. He's the best player on our football team. He's the best player on our football team. That's the sign of a great team. Bro, how many... <laughs> yeah, like, I'm telling you, like it's great on the candy. <laughs> I don't think about it, I just keep going and going. This yeah. is low compared to the last couple of Yeah, yeah, it's usually a pile. That's how Dang, we should scary. do this at Olive Garden next time. <laughs> we should. New sizzle, <laughs> cheddar and bacon chicken skillet. I mean, we could do it. We could do it. just... Inserted protein and vegetables in the skillet. We can do another one, like maybe before the playoffs, and then like a post Super Bowl one or something. Mm. I can't do any if the Bills are in the playoffs until <laughs> yeah. they're eliminated. The I'm gonna be busy. Yeah. Well, if they get so if they get the five seed, no, I like like the week like week seventeen is what we would do, like a playoff preview kind. Of. Um, oh, playoff preview would be awesome. But like <laughs> if we if they get the five seed, they would play. Um, Right. Not oh. east or north. What are the not the Chiefs? Oh shit! Yeah, or or, or the Raiders, <laughs> of course. Yeah, the Taylor, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Raiders. Yes. I don't know why that's oh. such a ridiculous take. I'm pretty sure the Raiders are first in the division. No, they're not. No, they're still half a game behind. It's pretty close. They have one more loss than the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. To Taylor's point. Yeah. Oh no, they're t- are they tied? It's really four. really close. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> I think they're both six and four. Uh, no, no, no. The Chiefs only lost three. Okay. 100% fact, they're going to play either whoever wins the South or West. Chiefs or Texans? I mean, but dude, the Texans just lost and the Colts uh, smashed the Jaguars. I have no idea what the fuck's going on with that division. The Texans got smoked by the yeah, way. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. The Texans are not going to win a playoff game because that's how the Texans They never do it. But yeah, Bill O'Brien. Here's like the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bill, yeah, yeah. Bill O'Brien is, the, is, is a better version of Marvin Lewis. I'll say this though, I. He never, he never wins a playoff game. That's my. Yeah. Okay. If it's a playoff game and the loser is out of the playoffs, because that's how it works, that's I works. don't feel great about playing against Deshaun Watson, ever. And I don't care what the situation is around that team. If they made it to the playoffs and Deshaun Watson is yeah, the quarterback, yeah, yeah. I'm nervous. I mean, also the Ravens. They got some of the Ravens. The Ravens are that good. Yeah, Gurley with the biggest run of the year, nine yards. <laughs> Also, the Chiefs and Raiders are tied. They are tied. They're okay. both six and four. The Chiefs play more. That's right. They lost. Uh, Chiefs lost. Can you imagine if the Chargers win tomorrow? Holy shit! I really want them to because then we gotta get the Raiders in the first place. <laughs> All my fantasy teams are leaning hard on Melvin Gordon next there this week. Really? really? I mean, I guess. So. Yeah, you know what? And everybody laughed when I drafted him in like the fifth round. <laughs> Might have been a bad call, but he's been great the past okay. couple of weeks. He's getting a ton of touchdowns, a ton of carries. He's had two touchdowns the past two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Each of the past two weeks. Each of the past two weeks. No, I think Melvin Gordon's really good. Huh? I'm just making sure that well, the Cardinals did lose. The thing is, the Cardinals if, if I was their coach, really I would not give Melvin Gordon the ball nearly sure as much as they actually do because I don't think he produces what he should, giving the carries that he gets. No. But 
as a fantasy owner of Melvin Gordon, I love that everyone seems to think he, he's a great running back because they keep giving him the ball for no fucking reason. He's not returning to LA. Right? He's not great, though. Uh, the Chargers were so much better when they were giving well, the ball to Austin Eckler like crazy. You well, know no, I mean? but that fire kind of died. There was a time period where the Chargers looked really bad and Melvin Gordon hadn't come back yet. That built up to them then beating the Packers and oh, okay. kind of getting on a roll. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of this is kind of randomness, too. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of that in the AFC. There's so many teams like Raiders. the Raiders <laughs> and the Chargers. They're just goofy. You never know if they're gonna win or lose. It doesn't Bills matter. Bills to an extent too. I mean, although, uh, to be fair, the Bills beat the teams they beat, and they lost to the teams that they. People beat. forget that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, because the Bills they had a very the teams easy. They beat and they lost no, no, no. The these are supposed to be. Oh, okay. Yeah, like they had a very easy schedule early on, right? They played Dolphins, Jets. Yes. Yeah, they got, which they should have beat, and they did well. And we they, did. What, they they were at the second at uh, at our last recording. They had the second best record in the AFC. Hmm. I mean, five and one. I think, oh, right? now it's third because the Ravens are Ravens eight and two yeah, or something. Ravens are eight and two. But still, and, I mean, uh, are they tied with Texas? No, do they have two losses? We're we're chilling. I think we're the only team with three losses. Yeah, oh, three? No, Texan. Oh, no. that's right. They have four. Right, uh, you're seven and three. They have seven wins. Seven. You are indeed the only team with three losses. Yeah. You have a better record than everyone in the AFC South. Yeah, but they have a tough schedule coming up. And the AFC West. We do. Do they not? Who are the Bills playing next? No, wait. The Bills have a super easy schedule. No, no, no. It's somewhere in between. They had an easy schedule. Okay, we play. um, play New England. Wait, wait, wait. We play Broncos, Cowboys, Ravens, Patriots, Jets, and one other team. You missed a game. Yeah. Before the Patriots. Um, Eagle? No. Eagle? It's, a, it's, a, it's an easy one. You, you played the Steelers. Oh, yeah. But you were doing great. One. Broncos, Cowboys. I mean, those are competitive. Those should be competitive. Ravens, games. Steelers, Patriots, Jets. Yeah. Brandon Allen might be a quarterback. No. We're going to beat the Broncos next week. 100%. Because here's the thing. The Broncos are like the worst fourth quarter team, and using analytics the purely, Bills. we're the best the fourth quarter team. <laughs> I know that's not... No, like Russell, an agreed no, upon the Seahawks thing. are the best fourth quarter team. Russell Wilson has like four fourth quarter wins this year. Okay, maybe that stat's a few weeks outdated, but we're really good <laughs> in the fourth quarter. Josh specifically. Because he, he didn't need to be has, good this week. Well, he has the highest passer rating in the fourth quarter. Also, That's the Broncos crazy. are just bad. Yeah. That's the game you showed They you. really cannot close out games. It's It's been tough to watch. But their defense is still really good. But I mean... Uh, but the, their offense can't keep the ball out of the other offense's hands. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe we should do another recording with when the Bills play the Cowboys games. That's going to be on Thanksgiving. So. It'll just be Blake and Mason. <laughs> yeah, Thanksgiving game. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. It's the 430 game. In two weeks, yeah. It'll just be Blake and Nathan. That's going to be an amazing Thanksgiving. I am so excited. Thanksgiving food, Bills game. He has a Cowboys And then the Falcon Saints <laughs> yeah. is a night game. Oh, man, that, that's going to be awesome. Blake gets Cowboys games every year. I do. So. Yeah. Must be nice. Just used to it. It is great. It's also, the Falcon Saints low-key have, like, one of the best rivalries in the NFL. Yeah. And I think the fact yeah, that they're Saints. being put on Thanksgiving is, like, the NFL paying homage to the fact that they actually have a great rivalry. I didn't even know about that rivalry, though, until Falcon I moved Saints. here and people told me about it. Yeah, and I paid really enough like attention to where I figured I would have well, known that that was a big rivalry. I don't like them more than I like the Falcons. Because <laughs> yeah. the Falcons suck kind yeah, of often. People here, people here hate the Saints. Saints. Yeah. 
I, though, to be fair, people in New Orleans don't hate the Falcons as much as the Atlanta people hate the Saints. No one, it's much it, more one-sided. The problem is the Falcons, not even the Falcons, Atlanta as a city can't get inside anyone's head because no one cares about them. I um, want the Saints to hate us more than we do. No, but if there's one sport, if there's one team that Atlanta cares about, it's the Falcons. Over any other sports team. We'll like, see. Over Braves or Hawks. Like, no one cares well, they, about I mean, I don't no know. Trey Young is really good, man. You, you can't find Hawks gear at Target. Like, if you go to Target, there's no Hawks gear. There's, like, Alabama gear, but there's no Hawks gear. At a Target in Al- in Atlanta. So. Is that a naggy metric? <laughs> <That's> a naggy <laughs> metric. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna try young jerseys. That's an NFL like next gen stat. <laughs> powered by Amazon. <laughs> powered by Amazon. <laughs> yes, powered by Amazon, of course. So I we're, hope he misses like, so We're bad. trying to get our first points of the game. I like how uh, Michael's just, just ruined it. He's like, you never know with Johnny Hager holding. Field goal kick. Oh. Yes! <laughs> Wait, is that over? in? I don't know. Is that in? Yeah. It went. Well, in. It went. Over the left upright. Yeah, one of the officials said it went in. They'll review that. It was super close. I'd like to see that. We need NFL next gen stats for this. Ooh. Uh, that's in. Time out. That's in. The rule is all of the ball has to be inside the. That's not true. Because I was watching a college game what? yesterday. Is it college? Are you tell me what's no, because they were comparing it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, the college, it has to be in the whole ball has to be inside the inside of the post, but in the NFL, it has to be inside the outside of the post. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Is it really? Yes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Blake only the whole brought that stat, so let him have it. I know. That, come on. He brought one stat. <laughs> that brought is one that is very good rule understanding. We definitely taught the viewers something today. Yeah. <laughs> Why would it be different there? That's really stupid. Now, there's a lot of stuff that's different. How about because the field goal things are larger? Yeah, they're larger in college. Shape, yeah, because the are they really? Yeah, yeah. the hash marks are more spread out in college. Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't know that. There's there's a bunch of rules like two feet versus one feet, one foot in bounds. Like yeah, having to pay the players, giving them any compensation. Well, that <laughs> big difference. Also, overtime. 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 Although oh, both overtime don't started. Started. both overtimes are problematic. What is I think college is it, awesome. Yeah, yeah. College so, is more fun, but they both have problems. What's the problem with college? Yeah, well, really like the team that gets the ball. Let me just write. The team that gets the ball second still has an advantage. Sure. Because you know how many points you have to score. Is baseball inherently flawed? Yeah, no, I'm not saying that. It's, it's, <laughs> I I like college football, but like like the argument that like the NFL should just use college is is a, is a little not digging deep enough. I guess my point. I guess that's fair. Ooh. Like the team, okay, so like the team that gets the ball, I forget the exact numbers here, so I'm just going to ballpark it. But the team that gets the ball first in the NFL with the new overtime rules score uh, scores a touchdown or wins, or actually wins on 50% of the time, I think. In college, the team that goes second wins like 54% of the time. It's only 50% if you win the coin toss? That means that it doesn't matter. For which theoretically. one? NFL? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It was, that was like two years ago, I think. I so maybe it changed a little bit, but it's definitely not as much. Yeah, maybe look up a new. I think it was a, it was an article in the Ringer. I want so yeah, I want up. some numbers on that because that'd be shocking if there was yeah. no difference between. Well, also, we don't have that much data on that because it's the new overtime rules, and it's, it was a couple years ago. So there's only maybe like five years on it. Yeah, I'm not saying we can prove but statistical still, significance, but, still, but it was an interesting. Or yeah, maybe look it up. It's, it was on the Ringer. Just look up like NFL overtime the Ringer for our listeners if you care that much. Here's my take. I don't even care if the NFL overtime is more even than college. 
college is a lot more entertaining, college and it fun. feels yes. like it's more even. Both offenses get the ball at the same yard line. Let's see who can yes. score more points, right? Like, yeah. it, I don't even know if statistically that matters, but no, 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 it no, makes I, you feel like more of a winner or more of a loser, depending on how it goes, uh, right? Which is what it's all about. What are they showing now? They're showing a replay of the kick and that it was good. They do a nice little thing where it tells you what yard line the kick would have been good from. Which isn't really important here. It was a 38-yard kick, and it would have been good from 38. <laughs> if they were one yard back, then the ball would have hooked out of the field goal. Hmm. I mean, that makes sense given where it Yeah, yeah, from. but just throwing it out there. AWS has our back. That was yeah. exactly <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. where it could have been. Oh, good but catch turn. I use AWS for something, so like... Catch for a zero yard. Yep. Well, he's got Cohen as himself in his PPR league, so. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Tariq Cohen's got himself. One thing I'll say the Cowboys are good at is drafting linebackers. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Sean Lee and Vander Esch. Vander Esch, yeah. They're Vander really Esch. good. Well, not even Sean. Well, uh, Jalen Smith. Smith, you mean. I mean, Sean Lee, 10 years ago, yes. Sean Lee's no, the back 15 right years now. Ago. Yeah, he doesn't really play much. Mm-hmm. They, they rotate him But in. he was good for a long time. Yeah, he, he, just, he, never, stay healthy. he never played more than like 10 games a year. Mm-hmm. It's rough. Yeah, he played, a couple, he played for a couple weeks this season because Van Der Esch was out, and he's still good. But he, they rotate Lee in. Like, he plays like 20% of the snaps. No, having that guy kind of matters, though, because Lorenzo a, Alexander plays... 30% of the snaps for the Bills, but he makes a huge difference when he's out there. Well, it's also Lee's probably a, bit, a good locker room guy, obviously. Yeah. Right? He's been there for longer than anyone else in the Cowboys. Right? Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. He's close, yeah. He's close. Yeah, to maybe like Travis Frederick's been there forever, it feels like. What a great <laughs> Trubisky throw down the <laughs> sideline. I would bet he has less than five completions so far. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, they look terrible. They really do look bad. They've had two turnovers. Zero points. Two Eddie missed kicks. Well, yeah, the Rams have turned it over. Yeah, the, the, the Bears... Or, sorry, have, they've gotten the, the ball off turnovers yes, twice. Yes, And the offense the has Bears been able to no produce. The Bears have no points off turnovers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They because they have, have no points. They may, have, <laughs> yeah. they may have no yards off turnovers. <laughs> they have no first downs off turnovers, right? The Bears got no first down yet? I think that might be true. I don't know exactly. It's just such an incredible implosion. I mean, the Bears were good last year. You know what I mean? Like they, like were, they, they were problematic. Like not that anyone could see this coming, but they were still like twentieth in offensive DVOA. It wasn't I mean, even like they were. But they were first in Nagylytics DVOA. They were first in Nagylytics DVOA. Yes, they were first in defense. Well, and they had a young quarterback who naturally you project would get better, right? I mean, naturally. This and obviously, he did nothing natural about this. You know. Same thing with Goff taking a step back. Well, that's that's also a situation of the situation around them. This is running and kicking. Yeah. Wow. So they decline the running to the kicker. Whoa! What just happened? Yeah. Um, running to the kicker would have not given them a first down. And they didn't want to re-kick? And they didn't want to re-kick. But that doesn't make sense. It was fourth and five? It was fourth and five, but it might have been actually fourth and five and a half. You know? Oh, sure. Sure. Running into the kicker is only running, five. Yeah, running into the kicker is different than roughing the, roughing the kicker. Right, right. So 
Did you know they took away uh, the soft horse collar? There used to be a five-yard horse collar, I think. But now... I never see horse collar get called. I, th- I think I saw one last week. They are pretty rare, though. They're pretty rare. I think once a week tops. Compared to, like, face masks, and I feel like they happen at the same rate. Horse collars and face masks, just naturally, like... Oh, no, I fucked up. I was totally thinking of face mask. There used to be a five-yard face mask, but now it's... Now it's, like, hands in the face or something? Oh, they rebranded it. Okay. Oh, I, no, I don't know. know. I just... No, no, I think you're... I think it? that is... It's it. now just hands. Illegally use the hands, hands to the face. Right. That's what they usually call Yeah. But that's different than a face mask, and a face mask is more severe. But what that means is, if you ever have your fingers gripped around the face mask, you're going to get a face mask. When in the past, you could do that and not tug, and they would give you a five-yard face mask. No, no, no. Now it's like if you have your hands gripped, I don't know. I think they usually like to see tugging for a face mask, and then just hands to the face means it's your hands are like... I guess I never you never see grip and no tug. It's always like a flat palm. Or a grip. No, you do and see that tug. Do you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seems pretty hard to grab it but not tug. That's it what I'm saying. Yeah. How would you grab it and not tug? Usually, it's like a, like a defensive tackle is just running and he's waving his hands, like maybe trying to uh, swat the ball, and he happens to get his hand. I think it's because on like a visor of an offensive lineman or something. Defensive players are so aware of committing penalties that they might accidentally kind of. You know, be reaching in, have their fingers curled, get in the face mask, realize what they're doing, and then intentionally and I not think that's hands to the face, though. Okay. I think that's 100% hands to the face. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to check the ruling on that. But that would make sense that they just rebranded it, and that's why I haven't seen... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Soft, yeah. Soft face mask. There we go. Now we have high school photos. Uh, 2008 photos. The first year's... Started at the same time. I still think it's crazy that McVeigh is ten years younger than Tom Brady. That's the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, even like Nagy, like looks like he's fifty, but he's like thirty-eight. <laughs> Does he? I think he just has a strong beard game. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe yeah. I feel like he's got a few too many wrinkles for. No, he's not even thirty-eight. I think he's younger than that. Is yeah, he he's younger than that. He's, yeah. He's like 31. <laughs> no, he's not 31. He's older than that. He's older than McVeigh. He... I don't know if we were talking about McVeigh. No, I'm talking <laughs> about Nagy. Well, okay. me too. I thought... <laughs> about Nagy. Oh my goodness. McVeigh is definitely older Nagy's than 41. Okay. So, I guess, oh, I, I guess at the time he was hired, he was 39. How, how old is McVeigh? Uh, he know, like he is like 32 or 23. something. He's my age. Yeah. <laughs> Sean McVay is 33. Although he's turning 34 in January. So he's getting old. <laughs> start in the twilight of his career. Start moving him out. Put in, put in the young Wade Phillips. Bump <laughs> yeah. him up. Alright. Do you guys want to here the hot so, takes my friend had. So run through again. Yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, uh, last week the Bills played the Browns. So I went to Cleveland with some buddies, and one of them had three really hot takes, and I want to get everyone's opinion. Maybe you'll agree with them, and then we should rank all those takes on their hotness. All right. Yeah, so we just everyone... watched an awful girly run. We watched a girly run. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. From 2019. <laughs> Chuck Pagano, look at his eyes. 
yeah, go ahead. Okay, so do you want me to say them all at once, or do you, or should we have an opportunity to discuss after each one? Yeah, maybe we should break them down. Okay, it'll be easier for the audience to. You know, keep um, going. all right, let's do it in the order I remember them. First one, Matt Ryan is not an elite quarterback. That's hot take number one. How does everyone feel about that? I mean, Terrible. What makes me so mad? <laughs> Pop off. Okay, I, I think he's the most underrated quarterback in the NFL year in, year out. He won an MVP. He won an MVP. I don't think he was underrated that year. Mm. I think he was underrated <laughs> How that year. I think, yeah, I think he's the only MVP winner with an asterisk next to his name. I think people still oh, say, yeah. oh, yeah, it was just Kyle Shanahan. Like, you know, he had nothing to do with it. Matt Ryan had nothing to do with it. I think that's ridiculous. I think he's always been that good. I think it's the first time he's ever had an offensively-minded coach running the show for him. I mean, Mike Smith and then Dan Quinn. Both of those guys got their job because they played good defense or, you know, they coach good defenses. He's always had a defensive head coach and he's always been pretty damn good in spite of it, even on really, really bad teams. And statistically, he's he's great. So, where would you so current quarterbacks, right? Where where would you rank them? And see, that's actually a good point because it How gets quite elite. Yeah. It gets murky here because I don't think there's a numerical cutoff. It's yeah. not like the top ten quarterbacks. That's are what I'm saying. Elite. How do you define elite? Like, who, who, which quarterbacks would you take over Rod? Uh, I think Matt Ryan is good enough that if any team drafted him. It would immediately solve their quarterback problem, no questions asked, and no one would even question whether or not they're looking for a quarterback in the next draft. And I think that defines franchise QB slash elite, right? He's like, not like Patrick Mahomes, because Patrick Mahomes is really good, but like, he's of that echelon where like, you know, Jameis Winston, Jameis Winston was a first overall draft pick, they took him, and people still think, well, you know, if I want to look for a quarterback in the draft, no one has asked that question by the Falcons in 10 years. I think that says a lot about Matt Ryan. You know what I mean? So he's a franchise quarterback, maybe. Uh, well, okay, if we're defining a league yeah, quarterback, now we're well, new terms. But like, but like Dak Prescott, he's another guy where I would say, eh, I, I would maybe look for another quarterback in the draft because oh, Dak really? Prescott kind of. Blows. I mean, nobody has said that though at all about. But that. people are gonna just his pay the, the whole pay thing. Yeah, people are gonna start talking about with the pay thing. So yeah. the question is: Is Dak Prescott the guy you want to give a massive contract to? That, that's a question mark, right? With Matt Ryan, is Matt Ryan the guy we want to give a big contract to? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yes. No give him the money so right. that he stays with our team. I think part of it also, he's proved himself longer than Dak Prescott has. That's true. I, I do appreciate that Matt Ryan's had really s- sustained success. He also has a better pedigree, obviously. Prescott drafted him in the fourth round. Matt Ryan was a number three overall, right? Second. Second overall? Um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get that wrong. You're good. I think you got drafted the year I moved to. But like pedigree, kind of that does matter in a way. Like, I think that played into uh, the Rams' decision to give Goff the big contract. Yeah. And it is kind of also playing into the Cowboys' issue, although that kind of Jerry Jones. I think we get murky though because of something that you brought up earlier. Weird crotch shot that we're getting. (laughs) (laughs) We did get a nice view of. I mean, Trubisky's cup. (laughs) It's a weird angle. Uh, this gets into an area that we were discussing earlier, which is sometimes you want to give your quarterback a lot of money to make a clear signal that it's their team so yeah. that they're not as afraid of you know losing their job or anything. Yeah, like they can just play their best football. If they make mistakes, the team is going to shake it off and look to the next week because they're the guy that they paid a bunch of money to. And I feel like a good point to bring this up is maybe Stafford 
is a good example of one of those guys where they pay him a lot of money to make sure that he was the guy on their team, but I don't know if he's necessarily an elite well, quarterback. Well, you also get in a situation where, like, sometimes good enough um, quarterbacks, like, will get paid because that's all teams... Like, it's, it's, it's also like a GM. GMs are... It's a very safe league, right? Yeah. And you don't want to risk going back... I'm bringing back golf again. But like, you don't want to risk going back into the draft. Whereas you have, if you have a quarterback that's good enough, or you feel is good enough, you'll pay him. Yeah, and that might have happened like the first time Matt Ryan got his, for, uh, like the, Matt Ryan's first contract. Cause he was pretty good his first few years. He took it to a new level as he got older. He made the playoffs with the Falcons four to five years on his rookie contract. Yeah, yeah, but his numbers were never like jumping out of the page. They until, were, huh? They were. They were. He was really, really good. He was on like eighty-five passer rating. Yeah. yeah, I'll pull. I'll pull it up more. Like that, that sure that's exactly the maybe what's happening is that if, everyone if, says he was never really that good, right? And I never like, said that. No, 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 no. I, I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying, like, it, that's why my brain fucking explodes when people talking about Matt Ryan's because, like, mm. no, he has been at the yeah, upper is. echelon numerically okay. his entire career. Yeah, that's not it. You know what I mean? Like his his company statistically is with the, the greatest of the greats, and yet everyone's like, well, he was never really that good, right? He Did just he, it's because he's got okay. two white and normal and name. I think that's what it is. <laughs> um, two first names, crowd pleaser. So yeah, like, exactly. I'm I'm doing some sketchy math here, but his passer rating his first four years, like ninety. Okay, his second year was yeah, the year they didn't make the playoffs. Had under three k passing yards. Yeah, what I'm saying is like he never, like. Um, but we that was like, when Dirk the twelve year was when I think he kind of. Made a bigger impact. Like, even as, as yards per attempt. But our our offensive coordinator was Dirk Cutter. All he wanted to do was... No, no, I'm talking like 2008. Yeah, yeah. Or 2009. Was it, has it been Dirk that, Cutter Dirk that Cutter, No, no, no. Dirk Cutter left and then came back. Oh, that's right. So Dirk Cutter left, became head coach of the Bucks, then got... I, I couldn't you know, remember like, when he, the timeline for Cutter. Yeah. I he think was, also... And that's when we had Michael Turner, and all we wanted to do was run the ball, and... Yeah, I don't think we can knock the first five years too much or necessarily or say that that necessarily plays a super big role because let's look at Drew Brees. Drew Brees did not light it up statistically when he was with San Diego, but they were it's a very a successful team. It's a different situation because he changed teams and I know, an injury. But like, he San, wasn't supposed to play again. San Diego was really, really good when Drew Brees was there, but he yes. didn't light it up statistically. But I think we still look there. back at his time with San Diego and note that he was... That, that contributed to his elite quarterback. Uh, what I'm getting at is, like, Matt Ryan has, I think, grown in appreciation over the years. For, for, from a I non- think Russell Wilson's first five years in the league were dog shit, and he looks really, really bad on tape, too. But Russell Wilson's Russell Wilson. So, five-year <laughs> bump for quarterbacks? <laughs> yeah, I guess. It takes five years, and then... I'm, I'm talking about in, like, name recognition. Like, in what you're getting at, the, the plain white name. Mm-hmm. Like Matt Ryan wasn't a, a, as big a household name until oh, yeah. like that's what I'm getting at. Sorry. Yeah. Well, it certainly doesn't help that he plays for the Falcons, who yeah, it's not a huge market. It, yeah, it it should be a bigger market than it is, but nonetheless, it's not a huge it's market, not, right? It's not Dak Prescott. Ryan, any final thoughts on Matt Ryan Wait, being an elite? Sure. Oh, shit. Sorry. Sorry, man. I like dominated this whole part of the conversation. <laughs> no, it was kind of meant for you. It <laughs> <Yeah>. was. <laughs> you have more to say on Matt Ryan than I yeah. do for sure. Um, first off, I'm sorry, Blake. <laughs> Second off, any last thoughts on the Matt Ryan being a leader or not? I would I would consider him 
an elite, depending on how broad that. Yeah. Okay. So like, like I never gave my final notes, but like what I'm getting at is like uh, the take, whether it's a hot take, right? Yeah. I think it, I think it's not as hot as you're making it. Yes. But I would just but I would disagree right. with it yeah. personally. Okay. Okay. That's it. That's exactly right. That's Number two. It's okay. not as it's not like oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Get at yeah. Number two. Let's continue with a hot take that has the word elite in it. Alvin Kamara is not an elite running back. Oh, I also disagree with that. What's the, <laughs> yeah, what's the reasoning for that? That one I can't give so much context to. I, I don't really know. But also, that one of the three, well, I'm giving a spoiler for if we do a ranking, that one popped me off the most because his balance and vision are yeah. just so amazing. I don't really care about the numbers. If Like, eye test-wise, when I watch him run, I just think, yes. wow, the I'm num- looking at an elite talent. It. Holy yeah. shit. The numbers support it. Like, he's the eye test champion in my mind. I, when yeah. I watch him, I think he's just the best at what he does. Yards right? after contact, any of your analytics will support it. <laughs> he just has such great balance, uh, shoots Rams through holes. jumped off sides. It, he's the kind of guy where, like, jumped up. sometimes you need an extra yard or two in a run. It feels like he's always getting that extra yard or two. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's shifty. And that's part of the eye test. He, but He's shifty, but he's not just some, you know small catch like scat back you know what I mean like he's he can run the ball out of a power formation and yeah. get and get four yards and make it look ugly and then also and he's, he's one know, of the best dual threats gets the ball 20 yeah you can line him up as a receiver I think it's awesome when you can do that you know and mm-hmm. better than say Tariq Cohen to throw mm-hmm. Tariq Cohen is just a receiver though. they don't even well that's because that's because Nagulitic said why do we need running backs yeah but hey he ran the ball like two weeks ago oh uh, cup is wow! Oh, huge play for Cooper. Touchdown! Cup. Maybe Cooper a touchdown. Cup. Yeah, it's a touchdown. Wait, can you get the... oh, oh, touchdown! Cup is fixing his sock. <laughs> He's got to look good for the camera. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's a much hotter take than the Matt Ryan thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I would actually agree with that. I mean, Kamara has had a couple bad games coming back from this injury. I mean, he was fine actually today, but like. But the Saints have had a couple bad games. The Saints have still been figuring out. Yeah, well, they were fine today. I think. Uh, they were, yeah. They're going to have to look at this again. Cause yeah, they're going to review. He steps out. It's going to take five minutes, and we'll have plenty of time to discuss the third hot take. Yeah. So, Blake, any more thoughts on that? Oh, yeah. Once again, I I think that one's even clearer that he's, you would consider him an elite player. Whenever I, whenever your team plays against him, you're definitely you're game worried game. every time oh, he gets yeah, the ball. Yeah. And I think that's part of what you would say. You know yeah. he's a topic of conversation in the locker room the week leading into a game against him. This touchdown is going to be really close. I think they'll end up scoring no matter what the call is, though. Bad angle, yeah. Okay, what's the next one? The last one is Hugh Jackson should not have been fired. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, so, okay, I know a little bit more of the reasoning on this one because we talked a little more. Uh, it was, no, it was just that. So the Browns personnel was really awful, and then after the first, uh, or after back to back first overall picks and the fourth overall pick, uh, in that second draft, they finally had enough pieces to be a decent team, and they were looking to be, you know, like have a chance at winning more than one game in a season. And you know, then they let Hugh Jackson go and didn't really give him a chance with a roster that had a personnel that had a chance of being successful. Okay, that's the thought process. Blake, why don't we start? Uh, um, 
No? <laughs> no. I'm gonna let you pass. I'm gonna pass on this. I have no comment. And I hate the Browns just because I hate Baker Mayfield with a passion. Ooh, <laughs> not a Baker guy. How come? Oh, well, he played for Oklahoma. Yeah, he's a Texas, no. Texas, 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 Texas fan. Yeah. So, I mean, put the, no, put he's the, just the worst. Dude, dude, so, you don't like Kyler either? No. Oh, but he's awesome like, to watch, man. Yeah, they're both kind of horrible fun. to play against. They're both kind um, of fun. No, but I hate I hate Baker Mayfield more than Kyler just because he's just openly Attitude. Yeah. yes, he's just ter- he's just terrible. <laughs> he tripped you in the locker room time. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't think Baker shaved during the Bills game, which was crazy. I was <laughs> expecting at least one. If I was okay, over under, Baker shaves 0.5 times. I'm taking the over. Did he shave for the Steelers? He shaved. Oh no. So it's been two weeks. It's been a kind of dry period, but he shaved three times. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Hugh Jackson. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Imagine owning a McDonald's franchise, and McDonald's typically make money, and there's more people in the market every year, and you don't have to innovate any new products. You just got to put some burgers out on the tray, right? And imagine reporting that you had decreasing revenue for 24 straight months. Every single month you went to your boss and said, yeah, I don't know what happened, but people stopped liking burgers. Well, no, they probably didn't. Maybe you just really suck at your job. I think that is an ice-cold take that this dude said he asked to keep his job. I mean, how hard is it to just, you know, fall ass-backward into one or two more wins, you know what I mean? I think what they did afterward is not helping Hugh Jackson. But, like... I think he's. I mean, I'm not necessarily an apologist for him, but I think he's more than comp. Like he's or he's competent enough. He should be as like maybe a coordinator or like an assistant to like whatever he did. In, I don't know what he did in Cincinnati last. He just was like, around. I like guess, I could like. see him doing well in that sort of role. Maybe like as like a running backs, running back coach kind of thing. Who's your Who's your favorite team? Oh right, you're, you're just a league guy. Just um, it's how would you the feel Bills if Hugh Jackson was Nathan, the commissioner? It's the Cowboys when I'm with Bills. <laughs> Imagine if Hugh Jackson was the commissioner. commissioner. How would that make you feel about the league? Probably not great. Eh? That so, would be interesting. We need we need that in a uh, what if timeline. Cup did not get the touchdown, but then Gurley did yeah, on did. a one yard run. So, yeah. um, but but yeah, what they did afterward is although now they're kind of a bit of a mess, but. It was also we don't know a lot of what happened with like the Todd Haley situation. Right? Yeah. So there's a lot of unknowns, and and he was kind of brought in to lose, like in the in a, in a yeah. Brian Flores kind of way. Like we don't we won't know how good Brian Flores is as, as a coach right. for another three years. Yeah. But that's the thing, is the game plan for Brian Flores to get to year three? I think you so. see what I I'm think saying. They had and a, I think quick timeout. We are not through with this season, and Brian Flores has already won more games than Hugh Jackson did in his first two years. Huh. He's gonna get fired. Dang. Brian Flores is gonna get fired because he won games. No, he has a three-year contract. He's not gonna get fired. You have to fire him because he won games. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's sabotaging. No, he knew that. Steven Ross is calling. I think he's like, uh, you know, that was that was nice, but uh, don't let it happen again. <laughs> He knew that Tua was going to get injured, so Tank oh, for Tua true. got derailed, and he was no. like, fuck, we should win some games. Flores, yeah. no, 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 Flores, um, obviously a, a former Patriots coach, Bill Belichick, good friends with Nick Saban. Mm. You putting the, putting the pieces together? Now? I see the chain. Yeah. I see, see the, the chain. chain. Yeah. So, basically, college football scripted? Exactly. <laughs> okay. By Bill Belichick. <laughs> right, okay, I understand now. <laughs> he was just doing Brian Flores a favor, yeah. giving him the inside scoop. Davos Swinney, best friends with uh, Sean McVay. That's so how the Patriots nail the draft every year. 
they know who's good, and then they can't. No one can tell from the tape because it's scripted. Yeah, mm, this makes a lot of exactly. sense. That's how that's how they always bomb their first like two picks. <laughs> Sorry, Michelle's been a good first pick. I, I think, think so too. I think I saw it was like a couple weeks ago from something else. I see random things, obviously. Um, like uh, all but one of their draft picks this year were like healthy scratches. Dang. Well, like, yeah, because Harry. Harry, well, he was on did he play this time. Week? He was, yeah, he played. He did okay this week. Okay. Did you not? I, you said Can you watch Harry? Oh yeah. You said you watched the game. Well, I don't know. It was red zone, man. Okay. It was, it was <laughs> popping on and off. Um, yeah, he played. He got like a few catches. They, he wasn't really big part of the game, but like they had all the other, they just do not hit on their picks. But they have so many. It's like an. It's like a, what the Seahawks did. Mm. What are we showing here? Three plus defensive player of the year awards. They're talking about the success of every draft class except 2015. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tariq Cohen's first carry in four weeks. This is, uh, although, to be fair, none of us thought that any team would get a touchdown. <laughs> I mean, it's 10 0. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing some power running with 5'8 Tariq Cohen. In a four wideout formation. In a four, yeah. In, in, in shotgun. Spread, yeah, <laughs> shotgun. I don't understand something. Tech does that. They'll run on like third and one, they run like a four receiver set on a shotgun. They're like, what are we doing? Well, I'm kind of. I Yeah, how could the Bears not be successful running Georgia Tech's offense? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Did you not see the game yesterday? I you don't have to. I don't watch college football. Yeah. Except I did watch LSU Alabama. That game was fucking awesome. Yeah. We were all supposed to. Uh, I watched some of UGA Auburn. That game was fucking awesome. Scripted. Oh wait, can we talk about well yeah, it is scripted. Let's talk about what the script's gonna be. Um <laughs> UGA, mm-hmm. SEC winner? No. Make it no. But here's the thing, if they don't win the SEC, that means they get two losses and that means they're out. Yeah. Yeah. You think that's yeah. what's gonna happen? Yeah. 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 I think Clemson and Ohio State are gonna be there undefeated. I think sure. LSU is gonna beat Georgia in the okay. SEC championship game. I think Texas. No <laughs> fucking way, Alabama. dude. I hate that though. Yeah. What a shocker that would be if Alabama. You don't think like? Uh, of course, who's in the Pac-12? Utah. It's gonna yeah, be LSU. So or Oregon. If Oregon, Oregon wins out. And wins the Pac-12, but their only loss Maybe. to Auburn. I mean, they've got a shot. Because Minnesota no, can't. Don't. Minnesota can't make LSU it. It just it, depends on what happens. There is no else. one loss team that gets in over Alabama. That's probably loss. true. But absolutely, not. Um, they, they try to claim that they take into account the whole conference winner thing. But when you're talking about Alabama, exactly, well, yeah, a close yeah. game to LSU. And I'm just trying to be a realist here, right? Yeah. I mean, we can we can pretend all day that there are other teams and that there might be some that are better that deserve to get in over Alabama. But Alabama like, at yeah. one loss would get well, in. Well, okay, over okay. If team. Minnesota, let's say Minnesota is out. No, no, they beat Ohio State in the right. No, no, no obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. they're one, they're one loss team. No, you're right. Do they make it over Alabama? They beat Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship. Well, I don't think they, they yeah, Of course they would make it over Alabama, but Alabama would still make it over Ohio State. Alabama. Oh, okay. Alabama's yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess the math works. Yeah, yes. right, exactly. They would make it over Ohio State. No one lost team will get in over Alabama. End of story. So the only way Alabama doesn't go is if they Georgia... You really think they would? Take oh them? no no! What if no timeout? Georgia wins the SEC means that they go and LSU goes. That's for sure. Probably true. Yeah. You think LSU would get in over Alabama? They beat them. 
Doesn't matter. Though. Oh god, that's so it, stupid. Man. Yeah, no, 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 because Alabama's gonna sit at four or five, and LSU will lose and get knocked out of the top four. Yeah, honestly, and Georgia will get the bump, and everyone's gonna forget that Alabama lost to LSU. Alabama would finish the season above LSU if LSU lost to Georgia. What do you mean finish? Uh, I don't know about oh, that. In no, ranking, no, no. yeah, yeah. Right. If there wasn't a college playoff. If it just ended after the SEC championship game, Alabama would finish. That's what's crazy. That's so annoying. The whole freshness. Like if it happened a long yeah. time ago. Well, right, they, they, just well they, they say yeah. they take into account like how you finish the season, though. Like they take into account, they weighed it later because theoretically that matters more. Like you mm-hmm. can fix your team. There's some truth to that, but also, yeah, this situation. But this is just really messed up because you know Alabama made it with two losses. What was that? One or two years three ago? Three years ago? I think it was like three years. Ago. Oh, really? The past two years, it's. I don't know. You see stuff like that. Like, okay, let's take a quick time out about the implications of everything we're describing. It is almost beneficial for Alabama to lose against yeah. LSU. And then not have what to play the They don't have to worry about losing the Georgia. They basically sit at, yeah, they sit at five and they wait for someone to lose. That is yeah. so backwards. Oak it should not work like that. Ram. So free well, play Trisky. What and, does he do? Any, <laughs> Any Georgia fan would tell you to not be worried about losing to them because apparently so, their defense is world class, but apparently their offense d- is like a if, baby gun. If Oklahoma like wins the Big 12, Alabama still makes it? Assuming all the SEC stuff plays out? I, I don't know as much about the other conferences. Alabama gets in over any other one loss team. Like, like, yeah, Oklahoma. That Oklahoma. Oklahoma would be a question, though. I think Alabama still gets in because their loss was LSU. And but they haven't beaten anyone. Yeah, no, they have like the 65th strongest strength of schedule. Yeah, they, we won't talk about oh, no, Clemson, they, they, play but, like, no they play the same. Play, they have the same schedule as Clemson. What like, do you mean you care who Alabama's played though? Like Arkansas? Because <laughs> it, it's <laughs> Bama, dude. It's Tua Tagovailoa, and it's Nick Saban. It's Bama. Of course, now, how does it change I, with Tua out though? Yeah, that's true. Because do, um, do you think they'll take that? Kind they have some other guy. They have some other guy. Yeah, they always pull someone in. Yeah, Jalen Hurts is looking really good right now. Been like a big quarterback school. Never, yeah. But they don't. They also don't have the defense this year that they normally. But wait, have. you bring up a good point. Wait, who else can they even lose to? Oh, Auburn. Yeah, yeah. the Iron Bowl is the only other game yeah. they might lose. Well, okay. I don't know. Auburn's kind of hit or miss this year, though. I don't know. If it's... Oh, they're not going to lose to Auburn, but that's yeah. the only other game where they're playing a top. Well, wait, time out. Who's Alabama's quarterback now? Uh, um, this is a tall white guy. Steve. It's <laughs> <laughs> their normal, yeah. normal quarterback. Steve Charleston. Charleston. Yeah. yeah, Steve Charleston. Okay. I just made up a white name. <laughs> what if he is oh. not good enough? You know what I mean? You guys bought it for a second. I'm, I, I'm on it right I now. I don't no, know if you were joking. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Steve Charleston? Yeah. It, what do you mean not good enough? 6'5". He's a, I'm, I'm it's just saying. It's saving, dude. Oh, yeah, it's going to be good enough. But their, their defense is not near what it's been in previous years. So that Auburn yeah. game is going to be interesting without... They still have two they still have enough playmakers on offense, though. Yeah. I think they should be fine. And who cares either way it's been? But no, but actually, do they still are they still the ratings poll without two? Ooh. You think that really changes it that much? Yeah, that's all. I'm not. That's what I'm asking. I'm asking. Nah. You, you know, I, it's I, like the Patriots. It's a st- that's who they are in college football. It's like that's every single year you bet on the Patriots to make the AFC Championship game, and it doesn't matter what the roster with, looks even like. Even when Brady was old, with one year Brady was out, they didn't make it. They didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, they make the playoffs. They were still eleven five. But like. Do you know what I mean? Though they have that sort of yeah, cachet. You know, I mean, I just think there is a conversation that pops up every few years. Typically, it's regarding Alabama, and it shows how broken the college football system is. Yeah. and I just—it's another one that's like it's hard. It's hard, not an easy fix. Like 
you can, it's easy to complain about, but there's nothing. What is? What are we doing here? I guess this is better than when only two. What are we watching here? <laughs> okay. We, In a way, though, it's kind of justified because if you're really thinking who's the next best team, I would say Alabama. Yeah. Well, it, uh, and the question I always like to ask is, you wouldn't say who Washington would you State. want your favorite team to play the least? That ranking should be what the top ten looks like. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. Bama is one of those teams where like, always, eh, who really gives a shit who's quarterback for them? I really, really don't want to play Bama. Yeah, you know? what are, so the number are they four or five right now? They're five. Georgia's four. Yeah, Georgia's four. Mm-hmm. They were four before they beat Auburn. In oh in yes, you're right, you're right, right. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. So they're four, but, at like least. a temporary four, because everyone knows. Can we talk about this Trubisky dance that just happened, or something like that? <laughs> he did. We have to get back to the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think the story that people are missing with college football is that. Clemson's really underrated, and I think they're going to smoke whoever they played. Well, they haven't had to prove it. They haven't been able to prove it yet. I know, and that's why no one's talking about them. But I think Trevor Lawrence is insane, and I think they sort of killed Bama last year in the national championship, and then suddenly everyone's like, oh, yeah, but that was then. This is now. No, I think they're still really, really really good. They have a a better strength schedule than Alabama. Uh, Before the LSU game. Before the LSU game, they had a better strength schedule. I have a way to merge our discussions. All right, how about this timeline? Who's game? The Dolphins use their draft capital, except they delay it by a year to draft Trevor Lawrence. They trade back. Next draft. Yeah, they trade, yeah. Someone really wants Joe Burrow or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, well, time out. They have their first-round pick and the Steelers', Steelers first-round pick, yes. right? And they have it, next year's Steelers and theirs. Right? Wait, they have two Steelers first? Oh, no, no. They have some. Yeah. They have someone else. I thought they had two first next year. Or the next, the next year. Right. Okay, if they have four first over the next two years, they can 100% find a way to get Trevor Lawrence. 100%. I feel like they do that. Blake, do you know? No. I feel like they have another first. Oh, oh, the, the Tunsil trade. Oh, Texans. Yeah. They have oh, Texans. Sh- Did that get delayed? I think they have five first round. I think they have three this year and two next year. Oh, gosh. Okay, I'm pretty sure this is they their game. They have plenty play. of first round picks. As well. yeah, yeah. They have four, I think, with, with within the next few years at least. Okay, if here's my signal. If this... Like, oh, my goodness. Candy wrappers. <laughs> well, how many been here? How do you not have, like, diabetes? I don't know. You should do candy wrapper area somewhere. Just kind of get a handful and then yeah. crinkle it. I, I gotta get more candy. Like, I have to buy candy for you now. Mm. Mm. I mean, also, like I said, that's like 20 things of Snickers and a lot of okay, well, And you're getting it all over my computer now, too. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little on. misleading, though, because, like, this is yeah, the one Starburst, package. You know, uh, the Starburst kind of. Okay, okay. Anyways, here, sorry, here's what I'm saying. Dolphins. If during this next draft, the Dolphins do something where they trade one of their first round picks to, like, delay it so that they get a first round pick in the next draft. So, okay, if in the 2020 draft they trade one of their first to get a first-round pick in the 2021 draft, mm-hmm. I think that's a clear sign that they are just trying to build cap draft capital to try to grab Trevor Well, I think they should mm-hmm. pick, like, a couple offensive linemen this year, like, in the second, first, late first, second, early second. Because mm-hmm. you, you can't... Yes, like I, a agree. Josh Rosen I agree. Issue. I agree. You can't... Well, I mean, even with the Cardinals, you can't put them behind nothing. I mean, it's kind of an issue that Watson's had. I think they can take... One of their first round picks trade back a year oh, yeah, yeah. to include a second, and then with their first round pick that they still have in the two second rounders, maybe take two one or two offensive linemen and one or two key defensive pieces. Yeah, maybe a good linebacker. I'm just saying, 
you know, we give the Dolphins so much shit because they've looked awful this year until... It's all part of the plan. They well, have a plan. They do yeah. have a plan. And it, the Bengals, I, I'm I scared of it. I think it the looks Bengals, good. I think the Bengals are, like, are jealous now. Oh, yeah. They're just bad. All right. They didn't even have a plan. Now they're like, oh, we should do a plan. I think they're calling up Stephen Ross. The Dolphins owner. Oh. Zach Taylor's calling up Brian Flores. And he's like... Okay, if they were going to bench Dalton, why did they make that announcement immediately after the trade deadline? And on his birthday. Okay, that's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> they brought a cake over and it just said, you're benched. <laughs> <laughs> they should have, yeah, they should have traded him or done something. Because there's no dead money now, right? It just doesn't they, make they sense. They may just be holding on for next, like they may have, they may have, someone in the building may have been like, like in, in some meeting, some backdoor meeting, whispered, hey, what if Ryan Finley's good? They were, they went to NC State with Ryan Finley though. To be fair, they were like his co- they yeah they were like his roommate at NC State. They yeah. work in the Bengals organization. It was Russell Wilson, and they threw in a whisper. <laughs> yeah. Week one, Russell Wilson was like, "Yo, NC State alum, this guy's yeah. legit." Yeah, this guy's this guy's good. I'm just saying, like, like I'm joking, but like stuff like that does happen. Like yeah. someone will just whisper, like, like someone will back a player, and they're like, what, "Let's just try and see what happens." And maybe that's what that's what it is. They're just testing the water, seeing if there's something with Ryan Finley. You never know. You could get like a Gardner Minshew situation. I mean, mm-hmm. that kind of proves. You, oh, you mean the guy who out. led college football in passing yards? <laughs> yeah, Gardner yeah. Minshew was really, really good. But I mean, so does like Case Keenum has set tons of records at Houston. And Case Keenum's been serviceable as an NFL. That's, well, that's what I'm trying to get at. Is like you can find these guys that aren't necessarily heralded at the draft because no one really knows how to draft players, no matter what they say. Yeah. But some are better than others. Some are no. People are better, but like no one is, no one's a expert. Expert. I think it's a cool dynamic that some teams are better at drafting certain positions, like the Steelers and wide receivers. Just, yeah, some of that I feel like is just random. You know, so. It could be, but I mean, the Steelers have a really long track record of drafting wide receivers. And um, like, but then also teams like like Philadelphia has drafted defensive linemen for the past four years like yeah. on purpose, though. It took Derek or like the Cowboys the Cowboys put together a plan to draft off some linemen same with like the the Colts and stuff so sometimes it's also like a plan but to execute that plan plan properly you have to Steelers seem more about skill than like the Cowboys are just like let's just take the top guy each year yeah no 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 I'm not saying I didn't worry I'm like (laughs) that's kind of it yeah it's almost like uh I don't know what I'm saying. What's Tony Dungy talk about this? First black coach to ever win the Super Bowl. There you go. All right. Does anyone have any last remarks, reflections on what we've discussed we today? Time. We can wrap it up here. What time oh, yeah. Up? I have one more thing to say. An hour and a half. Um, people are really bad at statistics in modern sports media. A thick, solid base of data is what's needed for any stat to mean anything. Well, you can also frame any stat any way you want it. Yeah, I guess let's say let's say that the Niners start four and zero, the media would be the type to say, well, they they have a zero percent losing uh, percentage <coughs> in twenty nineteen, so they must never lose a game again. And then it becomes a narrative when they do lose that, wow, they, this is the first time they've ever lost from starting four and zero. I don't know. I hate sports statistics the, because so many people don't have a big enough uh, sample population well you know what a, I mean? a good example of something we were talking about last time is okay the stat came up it's like richard sherman has the most interceptions since 2012 and it's like yeah who the fuck else has even been competitive with getting interceptions yeah. for that long right like you're picking the prime time of his career of course he's gonna have the <laughs> yeah. most 
Tom Brady started the most games on a team since 2000. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, they just pick certain time windows and all that stuff. You're right, and the stats become pretty meaningless. Since 3.30 today, Alvin Kamara has the most yards from scrimmage when the sun is down. The way I want to flip this whole conversation is I think stats are used so poorly in sports to create narratives. And yet, the Cleveland Browns cut through all of that with one important set. They had never beaten the Steelers and the Ravens in the same season before. And that is a stat that has a huge sample population, right? Yeah. I mean, the Browns have existed forever. So the fact that in a world where everyone abuses stats and populations and everything, the Browns still managed to suck even with like robust statistical <laughs> you know, like, like framework, yeah. that's impressive. And I mean, the Steelers in like four years, right? Before Thursday, which is eight games. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, or since like yeah, 2014, something like that. Okay, are we wrapping it up? Yeah. Last thing I want to say is, uh, my dream's gonna come true. Uh, Texans are gonna get the sixth seed and win the first two rounds and beat the Patriots. Texans will. Yeah. The Houston. The Houston Texans. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, like I said, never want to play against Deshaun Watson. I think a miracle happens. I know the odds are low, but uh, both the Colts and the Texans have looked awful. I think it's very reasonable that the Texans end up with the sixth seed, and they kind of just... Uh, it's like that scene in the first scene of Dark Knight where all the Jokers are like killing each other to split the pairs. <laughs> the, the Houston Texans are going to beat some teams to help pave the way for the Bills to you know, make it slash succeed in the ASC Championship game. I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but I'm just saying... The, the cards are <laughs> unfolding in a way that makes it possible, and I'm excited for that opportunity. Blake, any last thoughts on Zach Martin? No, why would okay. I have any thoughts? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's been playing well this year. Okay, uh, that's it. We'll do another one. Maybe we'll do like, yeah, we'll do like a playoff preview or something. Yeah. And we can do like an after the season. Basically, like once a month, I guess. It's November? Yeah, probably not December. Okay. Awesome. Kill it. <laughs>